Hey, thank you for listening to another episode of the I Love My Own Divorce Podcast. Um, One of the things that I found interesting yesterday is I was talking to a, a friend of mine and we I recognized something that I did not recognize before. When we were talking on the phone, the first part of our conversation was very, very um, just normal. Okay? Then as she began to ask me, you know, what's going on with uh, with divorce, custody and stuff like that, I begin to explain uh, things and I realized as I be- started to begin my explanation, I realized uh, during our, during this time that, you know, the last time that she and I had talked was in January 2020. In other words, I was homeless at that time. Valerie had... Um, she had initiated um, bogus paperwork, um, a, a, a TRO, and so that had me homeless for two weeks. And then she didn't show up to court, but instead of the, the judge and judges dropping everything so that there is no TRO, she actually uh, created a new TRO. That was a huge problem. So now I'm homeless. And... Um, uh, and, and, and so, uh, uh, this is, and Keith, this funeral happened. Um, and so after, after Keith, this funeral, um, I, I went to hang out with, uh, um, um, uh, my friend, uh, my two friends, we met at a restaurant, uh, in like Elmhurst. And so while we were talking, you know, I didn't talk about the fact that I was homeless at the time. They could tell that I was dealing with some stuff. But I didn't talk about everything I was dealing with at the time because it was very new. It's very fresh. I'm homeless, disheveled. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I've been living in my van. At that point, I've been living in my van for um, from the from the second of January up until um, I think that day was like maybe the 18th, uh, like the 16th, 17th or 18th of of January. I know that um, uh, I slept in a bed um, on the 18th of January. That's, I know that for sure. So it was like the 16th or 17th of, um, January when we went to go have something to eat. And, um, we had not talked, um, at length since that time, which is literally two years ago. That was two years ago. Whoa. So in two years, a lot of stuff has happened. And so as we're talking, um, I know that I'm filling her in on a lot of stuff. But I also realized in the conversation that as she's hearing stuff, from me, it 
there's different things that as a Christian person, um, uh, she's a Christian. Um, both of us are Christians and both of us have served together, ministry together. We've known each other since at least, uh, 1999, at least we went through Y2K together <laughs> that as I'm talking about what has happened, uh, some of the conclusions that I came to, she didn't live through it with me. So some of the conclusions that I came to, or that as I was talking about this stuff, it, 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 it messed with some of her sensibilities and so she pushed back on me to give me counsel, right? Um, uh, which is understandable. All of my friends who name Jesus as Lord, pretty much every one of them. It's, I have. I don't think I have any friends that 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 name Jesus as Lord who who when I'm talking to them about whatever is going on in my life, don't feel compelled to quote advise me and counsel me and educate me and direct me and, you know, tell me what I should do. It's, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I don't, I don't think I, I, I don't, off the top of my head, there's only one person that I know um, uh, does, you know, listens to me and does not come up with what I need to do, you know, whatever. And that's uh, Pastor Eric Dorsey. And then there is a, a guy named Doug Hales. Pretty much everybody that I talk to in my life, if I'm bringing up things that I'm dealing with, they feel compelled to tell me what to do. Corinthian is another one where he just listens and does not try to advise, right? Um, um, what he does is totally different than everybody else. And that is he takes every every opportunity to crack a joke at my expense it, it it never fails it never fails he i'm pouring out my heart i'm saying man this happened i can't believe this mess or whatever and then he said well you know why it happened i said what why you think it happened man and then he goes for a joke and his jokes are below the belt with me okay because that's my man okay that's my man and so <laughs> I have to, and I keep falling for it. Every time Corinthians eat, I keep falling for it. It's so fun talking to him, or whatever. Uh, 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 um, um, anyway, I, I'm, I'm getting off track. <laughs> Let me just give you an example of, of Corinthian. Um, uh, during my marriage, um, uh, Lysandra, uh, uh, Valerie's best friend, um, uh, she meddled in my marriage a lot and, and, uh, uh, Lysandra's husband, uh, Joseph Wells, he also mentioned to pastors, Brian and pastor Carla, our pastors that, um, that, uh, that, that Valerie meddled in their marriage, which B Joseph Wells was right. <laughs> Valerie did meddle in their marriage. That's a whole thing. <laughs> Valerie was so meddlesome in Joseph Wells and Lysandra Garner Wells in marriage. She was so meddlesome. Um, so what ended up happening uh, is that um, uh, Joseph Wells 
uh, and I, we were in a rap group together called Conclave Download, right? Um, but Joseph Wells, he messed up a lot of stuff. And so he's no longer, you know, a part of the band or a part of the ministry at all. Um, and it's wonderful that way. It's it's fine. And so um, I will be mentioning something. And <laughs> Corinthian will say to me, oh, man, I think I know why that happened, man. And I, I said, why, why did it happen? He said, because, because, you know, Joseph Wells, he's the leader. And you should have been bowing to him. Instead of trying to do it your way, you should be calling him, asking for him advice. And and, and and you should be trying to give him money. You say he owe you money. You should be trying to give him a bunch of money. It's so funny because it's such a low blow when he says that to me that I can't help but laugh. And it, it almost brings me to tears because for him to crack that joke, it goes right on uh, 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 an issue that I had with him, right? And what's so funny about it is, see, Corinthian was around when all of that stuff went down because Corinthian was also one of the people that Joseph Wells screwed over in the Rock the Spot group. He was one of the people. And so... <laughs> and and um, and Corinthian, uh, he... He knew how to mix and he taught me how to mix. And so I was fine. So he blessed me. So in other words, he solved my biggest problem that I had with Joseph Wells, which was my music needed to be mixed out. Triple Dipple Shebang is an album that's got 50 songs on it. Many of those songs, Joseph Wells was supposed to mix and master. Them. I ended up doing it myself. That's part of the reason why he owes me $10,000. So, but Corinthian, boy, I'm talking about, he keeps on touching that and messing with it because he solved it. So he will use that to mess with me. It's hilarious. It's so fun. Joy just started doing that. Uh, she started cracking jokes in that same way. So me, Joy, and Corinthian, we end up having some of the most fun times on the phone when we talk, because all of the things that I'm dealing with, it's heavy. You know, it's heavy. Uh, Pastor, uh, uh, um, Eric, he mentioned, he said, Matt, what do you want people to do when you talk about this stuff in public? What do you want people to do? I said, really, all I want them to do is pray if they're willing to pray. And if they have, if, 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 if they feel compelled to do something, then do what God wants them to do in the situation. That's all I really want. I want people to follow God, talk to God and follow God because Valerie has been blocking me from having my children for 25 months at this point. Valerie is surrounded by some Christian people and none of them, none of them have made it, put it on her heart to know she's doing the wrong thing. And that's why my own Christian friends, that's why when I talk about this stuff, um, uh, what we were going, what, my, my Christian friends, um, uh, this is the thing that I figured out is that when I talk to people, 
my Christian friends, they need to, with me, with me, with Matt, with me, they need to not feel like they have to solve my problem. I did not call them to solve my problem. Because if I'm calling them to solve my problem, then I would be asking them, can you help me solve my problem? When I call, I'm doing one of two things. I'm calling to podcast with you. I'm calling to record. And recording means we're having a conversation that will be blessing not just you and me. It will be blessing other people. That's what I'm calling for. But the second thing I might be calling for is how can I bless you? While I'm going through my hard times, one of the ways that helps me succeed is by serving the people that are my friends, people that uh, that need my help. So when I'm talking, podcasting helps me. And I believe it helps others. My service helps others. And it helps me. I'm calling for one of those two reasons. If I'm calling to get advice and help, I know how to do that and I know who to get it from. Pastor Eric Dorsey, I would say uh, over the years, we have went from, hey, Pastor Eric, I don't know what to do in this situation. We went from that to me calling to say, hey, sir, let me just, uh, let me see if I can make you laugh for a few minutes. And when it, when I'm talking to him, he's either laughing about the stuff <laughs> or recognizing that I'm taking the drama that I'm experiencing, I'm taking it in stride. And so therefore what I'm doing is I'm keeping the record with him. I'm keeping it, I'm preserving that record. I'm making sure that my record is updated with him. Same thing with Pastor Brian, Pastor Carla. I don't call them begging them for stuff. So listen, bless you, m3dust.com. I love my own divorce. Talk to you later.